And that's how I feel about nice, where it's like, I'm already nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to dial it. I need to dial it back just a little bit. I don't think so. I, I think you're doing great, and it's been great for you. Thank you. Because you're not that funny. Everything <laughs> right. you've gotten, no, I'm kidding. It's politeness. <laughs> Honestly, if no job is beneath you, you will make it in this industry. <laughs> if you go, I'll grab that poop that's clogging the toilet. <laughs> and no like, one said, grab. But you do it. They're like, well, we got to put them on the show now. <laughs> Hey, Hezbos, welcome to Hesby Street. We're going to get things started in just a minute here, but before we do, I want to thank you for always continuing to come out and listen and watch the show, and I want to encourage you to go check out patreon.com slash Hesby Street. There, well, we got a little treat for you. It's a fresh new episode every week that no one else can hear because they don't matter as much. You can also go to patreon.com. Oh, Fuck! You can also go to youtube.com slash You can go Hesby back Street. to patreon.com slash Street. Go back because you, you didn't you didn't check everything out. There's hidden hidden gems. Easter eggs in there. And tears you you probably aren't sure if you want to join yet. Join. That's could be where the Easter egg is. Pony up. For all you know. You'll make the money back. <laughs> That's a Hesby Street guarantee. The money you invest in our Patreon, you will make back. Absolutely. It's like it's like what FTX should have been. <laughs> yeah. I think it's what they tried to do. I'm yeah. a little pissed yeah, they yeah, stole yeah. our model. They did. And then uh, and then they got away from that model. And look what happened. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. You got to stick to the script, FTX. Come on. What's his name? Sam Bankman Freed. Yeah. I love that his name's Bankman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bankman fraud. <laughs> like, might as well. Oh, dude. Did I find that? You found it, man. YouTube.com. Go to our uh, Hesby Street channel. Subscribe. Like the videos. And most importantly, rate and review the podcast. Give it some stars. Give it all the stars. It's really easy. Just hit the five star. It takes care of everything. Mm-hmm. And then write a fun review. Like, fucking cool hat. You know, even though you only listen to the episode. A cool hat. Will, it'll be like, whoa, this guy's funny. People will be like, how did he do that? Yeah. And then you'll he'll you'll say Easter egg. And they'll be like, I don't get it. And then you'll say, you'll never know. And some people go, their listeners are funny. And other people go, oh, their listeners are psychopaths. And they're uh-huh. speaking their own crazy language. Mm-hmm. And then we'll get flagged by the FBI, which really drives up the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then if the ATF get involved, you might as well be Rogan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then Spotify comes a calling. Right. And yeah. then... The Bankman Freeds. Yep, and then before you know it, you're you're in an island with a Bankman Freed screaming. With Tom Brady. What do you mean it's all gone? <laughs> <laughs> I just gave it to you yesterday. <laughs> all right, we'll start the music. Great to see you, man. Dude, it is so good to see you. Yeah. It's good to see... And when I, I didn't finish my sentence. Okay. It's so good to see you not drinking alcohol. Yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> you, I guess you don't really... Yeah. Is that an alcoholic coffee? Mm. Let me smell it. Let me no. smell it. No. It's none of your business. <sighs> Zach, it is. <laughs> I'm worried about you. I heard a great quote the other day. I love it already. Don't worry about other about what other people think of you. That's none of your business. It's true. But, like, I want to know. Well, of course you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. And then Um, they think you're fat and dumb. And you're like, 
I didn't want to know that. <laughs> and then you're like, idiot. You're wrong. I go, dude, Why did this I conversation want... I... does not concern me. <laughs> I don't know what people think about me. Yeah, I don't either. Do you wonder what people think about you? I try not oh, to. You're very well liked. We have some proof of that. Why? Guys, I have an announcement. What? Zach Chapelloni of the Hesby Street Podcast was recently awarded Employee of the Month at the World Famous Comedy Store. Wow. Guys, settle down. Woo! Thank you so much. I'll make this brief. It was so funny because we at the meeting, we were sitting next to each other, and he started to bring up the Employee of the Month, and he's looking at what... In my, it, it seemed like he was looking at me. Yeah. And I was like, he can't be talking about me. Right. <laughs> and then he said you, and I was like, that makes sense. What's funny <laughs> is I almost turned back and pointed at you because everyone calls us, <laughs> calls you Zach and <laughs> calls me Tori. <laughs> yeah, people don't realize if you're if you don't have a podcast and you're thinking about getting into one, know that people will call you and your podcast partner the same name. Yeah. They do not consider you two people. Yeah. I so was I guess like, I did win Employee of the Month. I, in a way, you did. Your efforts. Um, yeah, it's weird. I guess I'm not as African as I thought I was. It is proof that um, it really is a, uh easy, easy job. If I'm Employee of the Month. If you're Employee of the Month. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing about... I mean... It's a lot of just like uh, paint by numbers kind of. They're I like, bring this paper to red. Mm-hmm. And then I go and I just put it in the red box. <laughs> and then I go, I don't know what any of this does. I think what it is with the comedy store is they're not used to uh, people like being nice. Yeah. So the fact that we're just kind of like normal humans as far as like... Right. Nicety. Right. They're like, these guys are going above and beyond. Yeah. Totally. Like I, I said hi to him and he said, hey, how's your day going? And then I told him how my day was going and he seemed to pretend to care. And yeah. That was really cool of him. So employee of the month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but I think it's a slippery slope because we can't be a nice place. I think, <clears throat> and this is like a, a maybe a breakthrough in my life. Mm-hmm. My life. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> nice isn't... Nice isn't that great no nice is nice is good nice is good but important to be nice it's important to be nice Mm -hmm. but receiving nice it only comes in handy when you're like in a weird spot no i disagree wholeheartedly really i think if 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 you're nice and people are nice then that 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 and you build a foundation of nice that's a great place to start Yes. It's a good place to start your day. Yeah. And you can only, you can't just like, you can't be a shitty person. You know, like there's someone we work with, in fact, that's like, he'll go through manic moments where all of a sudden he's like nice to everyone. But it's like, we know you're shitty. Mm -hmm. We know you're a bad person at your core. Mm -hmm. And so I think you need to always, for the most part, everyone, you know, nice and you have bad moments. I think you need to like build a foundation of being kind and generous. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe nice is kind of too vague a word. Yeah. But like, and build upon that. And that helps. I think your relationships flourish because of that. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I guess maybe I, it always depends on where you're at in the spectrum. Like, you know, when people say, hey, you're out there, you're working hard. Take time for you. You got to remember to take time for you. I'm always it's like, oh, this isn't for me. You're not a take time for you guy. I do take time for me. Oh, right. I see what you mean. <laughs> like, oh, like, if I... you knew how much time I took for me, <laughs> yeah, right. you'd be like, bro, you got to grind. Give time back. <laughs> yeah. You have taken too much gotta, time for you. You got to start working harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's how I feel about nice, where it's like, I'm already nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need to dial it. I need to dial it back just a little bit. I don't think so. I, I think you're doing great, and it's been great for you. 
thank you. Because you're not that funny. Everything <laughs> right. you've gotten, no, I'm kidding. It's politeness. <laughs> Honestly, if no job is beneath you, you will make it in this industry. <laughs> if you go, I'll grab that poop that's clogging the toilet. <laughs> and no like, one said, grab. But you do it. They're like, well, we got to put them on the show now. <laughs> Or we he have to call the cops. Hand? Did we see him throw the poop away? <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I think don't let don't let them beat the nice out of you, man. You Stay know nice. Stay nice. You know what's so funny? Speaking of how we both like operate as like employees and people, <laughs> I, uh, I someone brought you up last night. Actually, two people that work there, and one of them was like, "Man, I gotta say." I see what you mean about Torio. And I was like, what, what did I say about Torio? They're like, just like how he knows like what matters and what doesn't. Like what he wants to spend time and attention on and being like other things being like, no, they suck. I'm not going to help them do anything. And uh, What was the example? I don't, I don't know. It, there was some like they suck thing, but it just like he knows, you know, you identify what matters. Like you know your threshold of what you're going to deal with and what you're not. And it's like, it works. Like you, you really like navigate those waters. And, you know, it, I think it was one of those, like, if you're mop guy, then you're mop guy. <laughs> if you find the mop once, you're the guy who knows where the mop is. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, his philosophy works. I, I can tell you it works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I go above and beyond in certain ways. I think it's a, honestly, I think it's like a superpower. Like you it, can you can quickly identify what what matters and what doesn't matter, right? From your vantage point. Yeah, I mean, know? I mean, you can only I, you got to learn to trust yourself, and you hope you hope you're right. I'm sure I'm wrong sometimes, and people are like, "What's this guy doing?" Yeah, I'm like, he just thought this didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but you have Mr. to, Mr. Colbert. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, dude. <laughs> I misread it. <laughs> Like, but guess what? I'm at home in the bath right now. So I, did I fuck up? <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny. I would love to know what they what they were like. What made them say that? But I'll take that. Yeah, I think it was like some people that wanted to do something or needed like an extra thing, and you're like, nah. <laughs> and they're like, Wait, what'd you just tell those people? No, like they suck. <laughs> they don't, they're honestly gonna just make things worse. Like, we're done. We're done now. And then we'll never have to deal with your shit. Dude, you do have to do that, man. There's some people where it's like, nah, you can't. Are you like that in relationships? I, where like, you'll I, see a red flag and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn, 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 damn. Yeah. <laughs> I think I am too. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. Yeah. Because it's because too I quick think, to judge maybe? Well, but I think, yeah, I think, I think in order, you probably know better, but like, I keep thinking that there's like a perfect someone, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I think that I'm not willing to compromise as much. Right. Because once I compromise, it's like the magic's gone. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't love you. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be some kind of in-between. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's binary. Yeah. I think there is like a, a perfect someone if you're willing to be a perfect someone. Totally. But, perfect's relative. <clears throat> yeah. Perfect's relative. And then also like anytime it becomes like settling. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. Like the love is gone. Right. It's, it's hard. It's a to, business decision. Now. Yeah. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Don't don't give in to that. Fuck no. I don't though. think I will. I'm um, I'm a, I I've been seeing a lot of people. You people, can't do that when you're married. I've been seeing a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's 
So it's an open chain? Is it a... Um, ethical or unethical? It is unethical. <laughs> yeah, okay. we are in a closed marriage. I'm seeing a lot of people. I don't know what she's doing. You're too busy. Dude, some, some of the lines that she'll float over my head, I'm like, okay. What did she say? <laughs> One time she was like, I, she was like, I want my parents to stay at this hotel here. And I'm like, damn, that is a cute hotel. She's like, yeah. I'm like, how'd you know about this one? She's like, I was just having like a uh, lunch at the like the bar there mm. and I was like this is nice I'm like <laughs> oh, hotel in North Hollywood <laughs> for lunch you why in the valley <laughs> and, you, and you you picked a hotel <laughs> okay yeah your parents should go there <laughs> yeah but should should I go there how do I check the credit cards <laughs> <laughs> teach me how to see where you've been yeah <laughs> that's me I'm like holding glasses at the tip of my nose all right. So now I can see your phone. Okay, so just oh, so not just the restaurant, I guess. <laughs> yeah. How can I see if you went vertically in that building? <laughs> so here, this is lobby. Do, do you get brighter as you're closer to the sun? Yeah, no. I it's living in trust. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. No, it's no, nice. But you've been seeing people. I've been seeing people carry knives. Yeah. People carry knives. I, it, yeah, and I guess I, I guess it's not that unusual in my past, but you're right. When you work at a club where you're not allowed to carry knives, yeah. you start to see how many people carry knives. Yes, and it's clearly a self-defense thing. To the point where guy, there's a guy whose job at our work is to hold the people's knives. Yeah, he takes your knife. <laughs> and then and you come and get it. it. Yeah. And then he takes it out. He's like, which one? Yes. And if you want a better knife, I think you could just take the better knife. Yes. And I look at, when he goes, which one, I go... <laughs> These are all from today. <laughs> it's like twelve knives. <laughs> we really need security here. And you gotta think. You have to think, dude. Well, maybe we talked about this on stage, but a comedian had a knife, gave it to someone in the audience. I didn't see that. And then as a gift, because yeah. the knives are a what gift. What show is that? What show? Uh, there's a show where you have. I think it's a Josh Adam Meyer show, where the comics have to give gifts to the audience at the end so like jim jeffries had a bunch of old vinyls he gave out and then someone canceled so a comic j- took the spot and he's like i don't have an you know i didn't know i was going to be on the show but here you can have my knife gave it to an audience member, and the security guard has to come over and be like i gotta give me that. the knife yeah <laughs> and i'm just like how many knives knives are it's you don't hear of stabbings no i i, I do but i'm on world star a little bit oh, more you're on world star i'm mostly just on uh, animal crossing not as many stabbings. No, I wouldn't yeah. imagine. Mostly just crossings. Yeah. I don't know what Animal Crossing is. I think it's just like you live you just as raise an animal. Animals. Yeah. You, you live as an animal. Let's get out of this because we don't know. <laughs> people know. We couldn't have less of a clue. What I want to say is knife people, it's self-defense. Okay. They feel safe. Or you work with a lot of boxes. And you forgot. I wouldn't feel safer if I got a knife. That's why I choose. I actually choose not to carry one. It's not like I'm forgetting, you know. I'm not right. like fuck. I've been meaning to get a knife for situations like this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like I'm glad I don't have one now. Here's my money. Yeah, because I'm worried it's going to get used on me. Yeah, totally. I don't. That's the same don't reason I don't put, carry condoms. Yeah, you don't want the condom to get used on you. Raw dog me, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we're doing this, I want to feel all of it. 
Where's the thrill? Sometimes I, I you steer it. I knew where you, you were going. Did you? No, I didn't. But I knew when we got there that this is was your plan. And yeah. I'm like, fuck you. you used, I know you did it for the audience, but you used me too. I, I was you made me you. a part of that. <laughs> right. I'm left. My heart now is I feel like I got raw dogged. Yeah. It is a fun feeling when you're like, wait, I was just a pawn in this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, if you're ever talking to someone before they go on stage, yeah. and they're like, yeah, and the bus driver was like, get the hell off the bus. And I was like, I'm, I have never. I'm yeah. standing on the bus going, I have never. And I'm yeah. like, that is a wild That's experience. Crazy. I'm sorry you went through that. And then they're on stage doing it, and I'm like, wait a you, minute. You, you played me. Play- yeah. I thought we were having a human moment. I didn't know I was a focus group. Yeah. Back in the hallway. I thought we were having a conversation. You son of that's, a that's bitch. A real, that's a real pain that I like, comedians it hurts. feel. Yeah. When you see someone just... Like, you were you trying were, a bit. You were running a bit on me that whole time? Oh, is that your mom is... even dead? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's so... I, I had a knife given to me as a gift. It was a groomsman's gift. Oh, that's that's another popular knife giving. So I put it in my car because I was like, hey, maybe I'll need a mm-hmm. kind of seatbelt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That knife got stolen a month later. Stolen? Yeah, my car got stolen. No way. They found the car. Knife was gone. Holy shit. I think it had my name on it. <laughs> so now I'm like, oof. Well, I mean, it said Torio? I think it was like engraved, yeah. And it so had they the probably da- just thought that was the, it the was a date Japanese of the wedding. knife. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you, dude. You got Japanese right, knife name. That's good. That's a good point. Okay, phew. Because you know it's in an evidence locker right now, just covered in DNA. Oh, no. That guy's at his 100th pawn shop going, this is an authentic Torio. Look. <laughs> it's got to be worth something. Yeah. Well, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Big, yeah. That was the only weapon I've ever owned, and it immediately left my life. Right. As though the universe was like, this ain't for you, dog. Yeah. Everything about you oozes guy whose only knife he's ever gotten was as a groomsman gift and that got immediately stolen from you. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> that is you in a nutshell. Yeah, I'm because not, knives, knives lead to blood. Knife, and yeah, you're and trying I to stay far, blood. Wa- far I away. I ain't do blood. Yeah. I ain't do blood. I, uh, I see those ads for like, look at how sharp this knife is. It can cut through a tin can. Or they do like the boat. You know, they're just like cutting through the metal boat. Yeah. Like, oh. And I go like, so if I drop this, my foot is the gone. The bone goes through bone? I don't, why are you, do, why are you right. cutting through bone? Right. right. I, I nick my finger from time to time. Mm-mm. I don't need to know that I need to put it in milk. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to have milk. But, but nothing's cooler than like a chef sharpening his knives on the metal thing. Yeah, that's true. Or like a rock. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. The sparks are flying, and then they like the chef when he when he grabs the pliers and he puts it in the fire for for hours. Right, the blacksmith chef, and then he comes back. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just a chef, <clears throat> just a chef. He puts it into the fire. He's just a smith chef. I, I didn't assign any race. Or, <laughs> I, I did say he, but it's a chef. I'm not allowed to say blacksmith. It's a is what you're implying? Chef. Okay, a smith. Okay. And they, they forge it in fire. They and, forge Anyway, the- where, were, where was I? <laughs> oh, right. They're hammering steel and forging a knife in fire. Yeah. And then they sharpen it. Mm-hmm. And then they put it in the cold water. Yep. And it steams. Right. And then they got to prep the, the chicken breast for that day. Yes. Yeah. And then f- f- 
pick greens. Mm-hmm. Family meal. Right. Family meal got to, got to get cooked, but then they got to go back and make sure not to leave the knife in the water for too long. Because oh, it'll what? I don't know. It'll get wet? <laughs> yeah. Then the water starts really... Yeah. Water's bad sometimes. I think it, the water goes Because rust? Yeah. There it is. You leave it in for days, it yeah. starts to rust. Right. So he's got to remember... And they learn this at culinary school. It's your typical, yeah, cordon bleu. Got it. Yeah, I think course one is forging and wielding blade. That was the first course I took at at the the culinary school I went to. Got it. And I was like, I don't think I'm a chef. I'm like, do we need the lead apron? You have to have the lead apron in case you have to get an (laughs) x-ray. Right. Because if you cut yourself with the sharp knife, Uh they need to see it. And you got to put inside. the knife down. Never it, put the knife down. No, no, you got to never like, put the knife down. You got to like uh, euthanize, euthanize the knife because it now. Oh, you have to put it, it it's down. It's attacked humans. <laughs> we have a um, I'm very superstitious in my kitchen. Yeah, you are. It's odd. I put that knife down that cut my foot. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was sad. You saw? You have a scar? Not really. A little bit. A little gash. A little gash. We have a, That's uh, my rap name. <clears throat> we have a Patreon pimp out. You want to do it? Lil Gash. Yeah. Even though it's not a Patreon episode. Because I don't know if you're going to be at this Patreon episode. I might not. Yeah. So we'll do it here. This is a Patreon patron. Lauren wanted to talk. So apparently the EU has okayed cell phones on planes. Okay. You, or phone calls. Obviously cell phones. Yeah. But now you can do phone calls. And she's wondering how we would feel about that on uh, planes in America. Not the most interesting pimp out, but we do what you want. Right. And I actually think, I think phones on planes, it's one of those things where like, we've always known it's fine. Ooh. You know, airlines are like, no, it's bad for the instruments. Yeah. And it's just kind of been like an unspoken, because we don't, I don't want to hear people on their phones. Yeah. It's just like text, send a text. Text. The plane is already awful. Right. Without you not understanding how the volume of your voice That's works. the thing. People on phones... It's one volume and up. Why? It's the people who are quiet. Why? You don't notice. Them. I think it's great that the airlines have saved us all from that, <laughs> from being like, it can cause radio uh, disturbance on the instruments. Right. And we're just like, yeah, that's that's fine. Wink, wink. Yeah. We're all winking. It's going to be a bummer, man. The real reason is it's going <clears> to <throat> cause someone to pull the lever open on the door and kill themselves from having to hear any more of this god awful conversation. Is that possible? Can you pull the lever on the door? I know we talked about this Oh, once. yeah. You can just do that? Yeah. So I'm in this fucking tube in the air with 300 people, and I just have to trust that no one's crazy enough to just go pull the emergency? It can't be. That's it? No, because what? why? If you, We'll all die. I don't know if that's true. We won't all die if you open I, the door? I think, I think we'll likely all die, but <laughs> there's, you know, there's miracles out there. there you got... Flotation no. devices under it your It shouldn't seats. be allowed. There should be something with the pressure. It shouldn't allow us. You're thinking of like when they fly so high that it, like it <laughs> opens and everyone's like organs are getting sucked out of their asses because it's like the pressure so much. Is that not the case? No, I don't think. If it's you like, open that door, I'm not. We're not. Our heads aren't going to just like cave in. I think that's a certain altitude. Got it. Thirty thousand feet's not high enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, the pilot always tells us what altitude we're flying at. Yeah, and I go, it, yep. Sounds good. Sure. I look at my watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three. 30,000. And so, that's feet. I do so, meters. Right. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I don't do meters. I do do feet. I do feet. 
<laughs> I do feet. <laughs> Just sitting in the chair. Okay, I do feet. Yeah. 30,000 of them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we're talking up, way up above clouds? Depending on the cloud that day. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, let's go 30,000. <laughs> let's go 30,000. Oh, we're doing 30, because I, I thought we were doing 28 when I booked it, but that's fine. This is, I'm flexible. This is my impression of a uh, gambling addict mm-hmm. on a flight, and the, the, the pilot announces. You're the pilot announcing where we're heading, what time we'll get there, uh-huh. and what feed we're flying at. <laughs> okay? Okay, I'm ready. Uh, this is your captain speaking. Where you, uh, about Could to... you quiet down for a second? Captain <laughs> speaking. Thank you so much for flying with uh, JetBlue Airlines today. We'll get you to... Uh, you know, I can sense some uh, kind of impatience in the back, and I just love everyone to just sit back and relax. We have a nice three-hour flight to Toledo. Uh, weather in Toledo is about uh, 42 degrees, partly cloudy. Wind out of the southeast at about seven miles an hour. We should be arriving around three o'clock local time, give or take. We'll try. We're sorry about the delay getting uh, on board. We did have to kick off uh, Karen. We're hoping to get some of that time back in the air. We're going to be traveling at about uh, uh, twenty-nine thousand five hundred feet Fuck! today. I'm fucking dead. I'm pulling the lever. I cannot go to Toledo. Uh, the mob will kill me. Uh, <laughs> I had everything riding on 30,000. Just a reminder Who that... 29,000? Uh, <laughs> just a reminder, we'll be at 29,500 feet. You cannot you pull the lever from... Uh, I'm never going to see my kids. Uh, from that I'm never going to see my heights. kids. Uh, just a reminder that we are still in the United States of America. No cell phone phone calls. It messes up the instruments. Not a problem. You I'm can, never uh, going to talk to anyone from this cell phone again. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you can feel the energy now in the back of this flight. Do me a favor. Don't hit on any flight attendants and just have a safe, safe flight. Fucking asshole piece of shit. I'm ruined. So you, in this scenario, you gambled I, that you were going to be flying at 30,000 feet. I bet the house on it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, hey, this is your, your pilot was this is outshined your, my this gambling This is your uh, captain speaking. Just wanted to say we have... Uh, uh, Reached a little bit of uh, kind of a windy, turbulent patch. So we are going to elevate up to uh, 30,000 feet for the rest of the flight. <laughs> I got to use my phone. <laughs> I have to use my phone. Just another reminder, no phone calls. Hey, Vinny. Uh, Vinny can... the bull. Oh, yeah. the instruments. <laughs> Go to Flight <laughs> Tracker right now. Look at, look at where we were when we went down. <laughs> Check the black box, Vinny. You leave my kids alone. You hear me? Look at where it was. <laughs> so anyways... To answer your question about phones, what, where are you at on it? If I'm getting like this guy, oh, hi, yeah. And how are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> they saw what? <laughs> Black Adam? <laughs> Is that a person? Any, any of that. I knew that. Black Adam. Added any of that. They saw Black Adam the from guy high school? <laughs> How is he? Oh, it's a movie now? Based on the guy? Oh, different guy entirely? There are a lot of Adams. I've known three Adams. Yep. Yeah. 
Only one black. Only one black. So it kind of numbers dictated that the movie would be about him. Sir, would you like uh, would you like anything to eat or drink? We have complimentary sodas and coffee, or you can. Uh, oh, pay hold, for hold a on, cocktail. hold on one second. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna they, no. The flight <laughs> attendant's asking me if I want to order some. No, don't hang up. No, I'm just gonna put my order in. I can come back. It's not a big deal. No, that's all right, sweetheart. Because we still have three hours to Toledo, so that's fine. Um, can we do? How many drinks do I get? You just get the one complimentary soda or coffee, or, uh, but you, you can buy as many uh, beverages as you'd like. You There's want a, a cop? Well, just get a cop. It's going to be three hours until I get it to you. Hold on. Hold on one second. <laughs> coffee? You like the plain coffee? Okay. All right. Can I do a coffee, but just with a lid on it or something? Uh, I can. You know, we don't. Yeah, I can get you a lid for it. Okay, yeah. great. And then I'll do like... um. There's like a, maybe, do you got Diet Pepsi? We have Diet Coke. You got Pepsi One? <laughs> we, we we just have Diet Coke, Coke Zero, and co- regular Coke. You have Coke Zero? Yeah, we have Coke Zero. Is that like Pepsi One? <laughs> it's, um, it's like Pepsi One, except instead of it being Pepsi, it's Coke. And instead of it being One, it's Zero. Is that a huge difference? It's One. Right. The difference would be one, I guess. But it's right. It's also like one and zero. You're at the cusp of, you know. In the grand scheme of things, if <laughs> you're talking about the biggest number, the, not the number of infinite, right. I'd say it's practically the same. <laughs> okay. One and zero. Okay. Because it just feels like you're on the precipice <laughs> of non-existence, uh-huh. you know. All right. So I think we're landing now. <laughs> I feel like the moment of the big bang was probably a zero to one jump, you know. So. Yeah. Everything's kind of coming, and I'm sitting in between them, and I'm going, I think I want you back on the phone. <laughs> I think I need this I'm order to pull the goddamn lever. <laughs> I missed I the phone conversation. Uh, we're having fun. Those are the people. But in the EU where it's legal, I feel like those phone calls might be chiller. Yeah. You know, just a little... Uh, They're like, Charlie. Yeah. How are you? I'm coming home, yeah, for the holidays. Oh. Yeah. I remember when you bit my finger? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking yeah. cunt. And now I get to fly first class because of that little video. <laughs> right. You know, they wheel me in on this airplane because <laughs> they take one look at my hideous finger. <laughs> Mom and dad were too busy laughing. They disinfect because you were such a gross little kid, Charlie. Yeah, don't worry about how I no, found you. No, I'm not you. calling you Charles now. <laughs> You know, yeah, you're still Charlie, yeah, the finger buyer, the fucking psychopath. Chuck, fuck off. (laughs) Never worry about how I found your number. (laughs) I know exactly where you stay. Uh. You hear me? I'm coming and I'm getting getting mine. Mm -hmm. I'm getting mine. You pick. I went to a rare fucking tribal colony that's unseen by the civilized world where they sharpen teeth. I've spent my entire life traveling to the places that I've never dared step. Until that moment you took my finger. And now I am coming back with the vengeance of a thousand layers of hell. You hear me? Hey, man, I just I don't want to interrupt. Um, I, I'll come back for drink service, but I just wanted to tell you that, like, I'm super happy with our new phone policy. This has been really, this yeah. has been a delight Yeah. to hear you just kind of finally give Charlie his. Do so you, you know what? Bloody Mary on the house, mate. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it, really. Yeah. But is there any point in that conversation where you felt like, hey, I want to talk to someone, this guy on the phone with his brother, he's the perfect bloke to start up a conversation. (laughs) You ever think about that? Do you not see my razor teeth? 
and I, think, oh, this guy, yeah, yeah, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give him a nudge. I knew it was a risk. Right? I knew it was a risk. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I bought the seat in between us too. Right? And right. I chose to keep it empty. You think I was like, maybe, oh, I hope someone reaches across this seat. Yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was definitely, uh, just wanted to support you in any way I could. And I realize now that I should have just been quiet, but now we're so deep in this conversation. Yeah. Well, we're all on the same page now. Aren't we? Well, no, Charlie, just- don't hang up. <clears throat> I'm dealing with this guy. Well, just because I'm American, so I can't use my phone on planes. Right. Uh, so it was just, I was just eavesdropping, which, sorry, again. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I'll just, I'll put that, I'm just going to listen to music. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Charlie, I'm going to fucking kill you, mate. <laughs> I want my, yeah, I know every phone conversation on this plane sounds like a Guy Ritchie movie when you walk across <laughs> the aisles. But that's the new EU law. <laughs> and just halfway across, it's like, well, well, well. <laughs> if it isn't blunt faced Tony. <laughs> you remember me. <laughs> just every British person. So, someone on the back of the plane is like, you know, my mom used to make crumpets. <laughs> and the crumpets is always free. I picture the pilot just be like, I think we could save a lot of innocent lives if I just crashed this plane, man. I took one little walk down the aisle, and I think it's the entire mafia. It feels like Guy Ritchie is banking on me crashing this plane for us to get out of this second act, third act. All right, man. Well, another hey, another well, good well, episode. Well, 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 well. Another episode in the books, dude. You want to apologize, or should I? You know, I was born on a phone. <laughs> really? Yeah. Where, where? I just love when mo- when movie lines like you ask me a question. Uh-huh. Just ask me like ask a, a pivotal a pivotal question like sh- what should we do next mm-hmm. in what's this the, story? What's the uh, what's the access code to the to the missile? The access code to the missile. Yeah. Just because that's what the whole thing was. We just because if we can just deactivate that, then we don't have to do the whole third act. We can just all go home. I can give you the access code. Yeah, you just give me the access code. Yeah. Yeah, my mother was a drunk. Never told you this. But you have told us this. Well, it bears repeating. <laughs> yeah. Especially at this juncture. Okay. My mother was a drunk. Now, sometimes we thought she loved the bottle more than she loved us. She did. But we were stuck with her. I know. Every day. She'd say, run down to the market, get me a pack of smokes, and get me a bottle of that Tennessee American whiskey. Mm. But you could just you could just give me the access code real quick, and then we could do the story after. Bloke by the Before name they, of Jack because Daniels. Of, because if anyone shows up right now, we'd be... Jack Daniels number seven. Okay. And I'd come back with that bottle, mm-hmm. and i go, you know, you got six kids to think of, Mom. And she goes, why don't you fuck off right. and give me that bottle before I smack it over your fucking head. She was pretty tight like that. So I slid that bottle away. And I knew this six of us could never compete with number, number seven. seven. Yeah. The key is code is seven. The access code's just the number seven? Yeah. It's like 12 digits, dude. Is that <laughs> really? it? Yeah. Do you only have the number seven? Did you think the number seven was going to deactivate a missile? Right. Go back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. She was a tow bitch. <laughs> Fuck. What were the cigarettes called? Winston's? <laughs> no. They were called Winston's. <laughs> I'll try Winston, Winston 7, but... Try Winston 7. Okay. Because that combines it a little Capital bit. Capital W or light? Is it... I thought it was all caps. It's like green letters. No? Which they, they have a low caps lock? It, it's, I don't know. It doesn't say that it's it's case sensitive, but it might be. Huh. 
Okay. Well, you know, that reminds <laughs> me. I had a uh, camp counselor. Yeah. By the name of... Uh, That's fine. Here. Here's the computer. Stevie, you just fill it out. Stevie. Fill it out with some ideas. I'm going to get to like... His name was Stevie some kind Stevie. Of, some kind of rural area. If you leave... I'm getting out of London. Then I'll, I'll tell, tell you that right now. Look, I'm telling the story to no one if you're gone. That, I'm at peace with that. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right, guys. Your way is out of improv. You literally <laughs> went from you went from. The bomb went out, dude. Time out for a second. <laughs> never, never just decide the explosion happens, okay? <laughs> and then the other one is. But you drag it on so long. The, you need me. The other one is. I'm going to a farm. <laughs> You say, ba-ba, like, were we on a tower? (laughs) I was like, did you die? I left the room. (laughs) That's why I call him parachutorial, isn't it? (laughs) Just a magician, just like, throwing explosive on the ground and I'm crawling away. (laughs) You and every improv scene is like, smoke bomb. (laughs) You said no gun. You didn't say no smoke bomb. Well, there's a time. There's a time limit to That's improv true. scenes. There's like five minutes. That's true. At, during a podcast, but you want me to apologize? And you like to go fifteen. I, I run it, dude. You run the light. I run and the then, fucking light. And then you make us all sit through it. That's you right. Don't even edit it out. It's called art. <laughs> all right, man. Take it away. Well, for those of you concerned about the time limits of an improv sketch, once again, this is Hesby Street. We're sorry. We tried. <laughs>